you wonder what happened in sports today, Brandon Petrilli, he got the wave. We talking a lot with bros today. Cracking some jokes the podcast way. Goals on goals. Where homers on homers. Tutties on tutties. Got moments on moments. Just tune into BSP. Just tune into BSP. Just tune into BSP. Just tune into Petrilli. Welcome everybody to another episode of the BSP podcast. I am Brendan Petrilli. And man, that sucked. For a team that gave us such an amazing run, uh, such an amazing string of clutch hits, pitching performances, uh to go out with a whimper like that hurt. It it hurt. To, there, there was many decisions along the way, many big at bats that the Phillies players were coming up large to get them to the World Series. That's right, the World Series. That's where they got the World Effing Series to go six games and they'll lose to the Houston Astros. It sucks. Because it puts me in a spot, honestly, right? Nobody's, I'm not apologizing for that run. I don't know why we would. Those people, you know, I'll come up short. Hey, man, you got to the dance. Everybody else, all 30 other teams come came up short, too, except for one. The Houston Astros. Congratulations, World Series champs. You know, they're a good baseball team. The thing that hurts the most, honestly, for me is you got the 2-1 lead. You had the rain delay. Set up your pitching a little bit. And to get no hit, not just a lose, but no hit, that hurts. To, to the last two games, or actually a three games, to go one for uh, one for fourteen with runners in scoring position, uh, that's just not going to get it done. To having Zach Wheeler, where everybody thought he was dead and done with. His arm's fatigued, he's hurting, this and that. Come out and just absolutely be a bulldog out there. To pull him like that. After giving up a weak hit. And then and then a guy leaning into it, just trying to get on base to get to the top of the order. Hit by pitch. We'll get to that in a little bit in my breakdown of that. But just kind of recap where my head's at. Yeah, man. It sucks. I'm not going to tell you it doesn't. It absolutely sucks. But I'm ha- I'm happy it happened. Uh, so many great memories. Watching it with friends, family. You know, texting with people I haven't talked with in forever about the fightings. Making stupid videos. So make sure you subscribe to the YouTube, my TikTok, and Instagram for all my reactions. 
I like doing that stuff. Let's do it again. You know, getting your heart ripped out. It sucks, man, but that's sports. You got to the dance. You came up short. It is what it is. You know, I'm sitting there at Xfinity Live. I'm never watching a game, a playoff game there. It might be fun for, you know, regular season games. You know, a little bit more social, you know. Yeah, very social. It's just a lot of people who didn't give two Fs about the game, honestly, bro. Like, you had a handful. But it was just all, hey, how are you? Dapping each other up. Just to be seen, you know, the cool thing to be there. And sitting around after that home run by Alvarez, the... people weren't hurt enough by that. Me and my buddies were. Looking around, people weren't hurt. And that's what kind of stinks because, you know, you're going around. Even before we went down there, me and my buddies are getting in the car and some random guy in his truck, I, I think he was doing leaves, you know, going around and just working on people's houses, putting the leaves in the street, getting rid of leaves. And he goes, him and his son go, hey, you guys going down? Watch the game somewhere? You know, how about those Phillies? You go around, hey, how about the fightings? How about the Eagles? You know, the Union even got some love. That was another heartbreak. Such on brand with Philly. They'll lose two world championships in the matter of hours. But the way that it brings the city together, it's special. And for all the people that hate on that, you just don't get it. You've never experienced what we have here. And it's awesome. And I love it. No rather play, other place I'd rather be is with people that get it like this. You have some other cities, but not the same. It's not. I have buddies that come and hang out. They know. They see the difference. So it stinks. It means more to us losing like that. It gets so close. Well, let's kind of dive into the games a little bit, you know, because I had Hunter Brody on. Shout out, Broads. Um, yeah, he was awesome. I hope everybody enjoyed that episode. I think it turned out real well. Hopefully, Broads and I can keep doing stuff as we move throughout here. So, uh, which I'm very excited about. Guys, a monster. Make sure you go subscribe to his TikTok and YouTube and everything. Twitter. Uh, I help Broads out with that stuff. It's been a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, subscribe to this. Finally, get to kind of relax a little bit. There's not a game every night anymore, which is nice for me a little bit. It's been a very busy past month or two, trying to keep up with all the different content between my my stuff, cold one conversations. Make sure you go check that out too. We're still going strong with that, of course, making you money with Harry Heats, doing stuff for Broads, the Farzy Show, working for the Fanatic and MMR. It's been wild. It's been a lot of fun. Nothing better for business than winning. And sometimes nothing better for you sick bastards out there watching for reactions like this, just the defeat. So, you know. I thought I thought I might cry, honestly. I you know, I definitely did after the game. I thought I might talking about it now, but I'm holding it together. I'm just tired at this point, you know. Just it was such an awesome and fun run energy wise that it's just you're burnt, you know. The Eagles, hey, man, 8-0, we'll get ramped back up with them. Sixers, you know, figuring out the five guys, the Flyers. 
winning some games. So let's get into the games a little bit here, right? You know, you can talk about the no-hitter all we want. It, it was just bad baseball, honestly. I mean, the guy pitched well. They couldn't hit a 94-mile-per-hour fastball to save their lives. I mean, the, the Phillies have just absolutely struggled with that high fastball up and away. Even Bryce Harper, he can't really hit it that well. Brandon Marsh sure can't. But my biggest takeaway from the last couple losses were, no, nah, I'm not hating on Rob Thompson at what, whatsoever. I mean, the guy, Philly Rob, baby, he turned the season around. For all the people that want to say, oh, how much can a coach really do for a team, blah, yada, 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 you, you can tell the guy made an impact, the way all the guys talk about him. The way he controls that locker room, gets the best out of players, giving guys chances where – you know, Joe Girardi wouldn't have. That's what flipped the whole season around on its head. But I think he kind of got caught up in having too much of a plan going into these games. Going, okay, this situation, you know, with this and that, we're bringing this guy in to pitch, you know. Had it all pre-planned. Didn't really have a feel for it. And you saw that no more than in the very last game. Wheeler hits a little bit of a rough spot, but the guy's absolutely dealing. He's your ace. Yeah, you thought he might be hurt, but obviously he didn't show it. And you saw multiple times throughout this series, from even game one, bringing in Ranger for Jordan Alvarez, bringing in Jose Alvarado for Jordan Alvarez. It was matchup-based. They they wanted to shut it that guy down in high leverage situations. The last two games, bringing in Jose with two runners on, bases loaded, no outs, that's a tough ask for any pitcher, let alone your one of your top guys is back there. Bringing in anybody with the bases juiced, two runners on. The other team's got all the momentum. That was just bad feel by Rob Thompson. I don't blame him for bringing in Jose in any of those spots because you do trust that guy. He's one of the main reasons you got this far, him and Sir Anthony and that bullpen. I don't blame him for doing it. I just feel that his feel could have been better on the situations. Where you saw on the flip side, Dusty Baker, let Justin Verlander kind of go out there. Now it bit him in the butt a couple times. You know, he said you know, Lance McCullers, hey, I'm just trying just to – I felt bad for the guy, but I'm just trying just to save my bullpen a little bit. I'm doing trying to do what's best for the team. And I think Rob Thompson kind of did what's best for the matchups, trying to do what's best for the team. But it just – when it came down to it, you leave that guy in there. It's the the World Series, Game 6, everything's on the line. Your best guy versus their best guy. And now that's what you did with Jose there, too. He's 99 right down the chute to the best hitter in baseball right now. It's just, it's just not going to work. And, man, did he hit an absolute bullet and a rocket over center field. Now, the pitching the pitching's not the why you lost. It's not why you lost those games. It's why you got no, – it's not, it's not why. That bullpen game, they should have won against Justin Verlander. Couldn't drive anybody in. Only getting one run in an elimination game. Get no hit two, three nights before that. You know, why'd you win that first game? 
You came back from 5 nothing. The bats were hot. Why did you win game three? You hit five home runs in a playoff game. First team to ever do that in the history of baseball. It's because the bats got you there. The bats went silent. Dingerdelphia went silent. And that's why you lost. The pitching held you in there. That bullpen game, they held you in there. They gave you opportunities. But it's Hoskins. It's Nick Castellanos. JT, to a certain extent, he got robbed a couple times. But it's Brandon Marsh. It's Gene Segura. Gene had the one RBI single. But other than that, didn't do Jack. It, 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 it was the missed opportunities other than Kyle Schwarber and Bryce Harper. When they were winning ball games, it started out. The very first win against the St. Louis Cardinals, it was a team effort. It was the bottom of the order guys getting on base, getting up for your big guys to knock them in. They weren't doing that. And then when you are when you can just go and pitch around Schwarber and Harper like that, you go, yeah, go ahead, walk. Go ahead, single. Go for it. Kyle Schwarber absolutely mashed the ball. <laughs> but when it's solo shots, what does that mean? Nothing. You know, all they got to do is get a runner on and let one of their big boys hit one out. And all of a sudden, they're winning again. They were getting on base. They were playing situational baseball well, moving, hitting hitting runs. The Phillies just couldn't get on. So many strikeouts. So many guys left on base and huge opportunities. That's kind of where it is, you know, man. I don't want to say thank you, Phillies, because I think it's a little cliche, but that was awesome. That was a lot of fun. That's just the way the cookie crumbles the way sports work out, you know? You go from the top of the mountain to playing in an awesome opportunity. So you lose. You win some, you lose some, man. I, and I, I'm not saying that. Loser talk. I, hey, the Astros outplayed the Phillies. You know, I'm saying, hey, we need to win two games. They didn't win two games. You got outmatched. Bats didn't get it done. Sucks. But kind of where it moves forward now, I, what I did like what hearing from Rob Thompson at the end, the end uh, of his post-game press conferences, you know, they think this is very sustainable, which I think it is. This team can be very good. Now, I mean, you still got the Mets and the Braves that are two very, very good teams that are going to try to reload and make their teams even better. I like the, just what I've always been saying this season. Just get in, get me an opportunity, and you got your guys that can make it happen. Now you know that you can make this run. John Middleton knows that he can put his faith in guys like Bryce Harper, Rob Thompson, Kyle Schwarber, and go get them other guys, whether it's another bullpen arm, another starting pitcher, uh, maybe, you know, a shortstop. I like Gene, making a lot of money. I, he's getting older. I'd rather put Bryson Stott at second. Give me Trey Turner, somebody, Xander Bogarts. You need a guy that gets on base, a leadoff hitter. Kyle Schwarber's not going to be leading off next year. No shot and no chance. It'll be Bryce Harper batting third, Kyle Schwarber batting fourth, or vice versa. Maybe even put one of them second, the other third or fourth. But they need a leadoff hitter. 
where does that leave Reese Hoskins? <laughs> Everybody knows Finn Fowler. I'm a big Reese guy. Big, big Reese guy. Say it over and over again. The guy is the hottest guy on the planet for about a week or two. And then he's the coldest for months. And that's exactly how it played out again. He got you the big hits in the NLCS, NLDS, but his glove is atrocious. He strikes out four times in a clinching game. Four fucking times. Makes an error that they didn't call an error. That's bullshit. Baseball sucks with that nowadays. They'd rather give you the benefit of the doubt and call it a hit. That was an error at first base. Should have thrown Jose Altuve out going home. He can't dig balls out. He can't make routine plays. He can't throw the ball. But his bat is he's got a good bat. He's got a year left of arbitration eligibility. I mean, who knows what happens with him? I'd rather bring up the young guy and Derek Call and let him play. You're going to get the same exact shit that you're going to get from Reese Hoskins. Maybe not the electricity factor that you'll get for a week or two, but he'll be more consistent. You saw what happened with D.D. Gregorius and Bryson Stott. You let the young guy play and see how he's grown tremendously. Derek Hall's way cheaper, younger, a lefty bat that you need to lengthen this lineup. It's just checking all the boxes and making too much sense. Now, I love Reese as a person. Uh, the philanthropy that him and his wife does. His wife seems like an absolute homie buying the boys beers. But when it comes down to it, he's not worth the money that he's going to get as a Scott Boris agent, uh, client. He's just not. He's a good player. He'll get you 30 home runs, but strike out 120 times or whatever. That's just not worth it. And with the looking at, I was listening to the fanatic, you know, Tyler Zuli. Shout out Tyler. I, I don't know what's going on with this situation. I hope everything works out for him, but it seems like he's taking a step back a little bit. But I wish nothing but the best for Tyler, but. He's listing off all, all of the free agent first baseman. It's ugly. It's absolutely ugly this offseason. So if you can go and flip a Reese Hoskins for a you know bullpen starting pitcher for a team that can use him just as a DH, I think that makes perfect sense. You know, Reese, it's a business decision. You know, uh, it, it, everybody seems to love him in that clubhouse. Bryce does, Schwarber, all the guys do. But it is what it is. That's the way the – Professional sports work. You know, they always say at the after the end, of, this is the last time this team will probably play together, which is true. Guys move on. Guys get hurt. Guys retire. People get cut, traded. You sign new players. It is what it is. And I think it's time for Reese to go. I don't think that's a hot take anymore. I think everybody's kind of tilting that way. But uh, just remember, I was, I've been saying it for months. So Don't like doing I told you so. Yeah. But after that, I mean, they like the young guys and Mick Gable and Andrew Painter. Rob Thompson was saying that, you know, they got some good arms down there. They even got the one other guy, I forget his name, but you got some really good young arms in double A AA and triple A that can come in and fill that, you know, that four or five spot for you with, you know, going Wheeler, Nola, Ranger, even maybe go to a six man rotation, kind of lengthen out your arms. Is you saw how much that affected Wheeler and Nola come playoff time. Give them a little bit of a break throughout the regular season. As you see, the regular season doesn't really mean jack. As long as you get in. So, I like where this team's at. I like where we're moving forward. I think 
John Middleton's going to open up the wallet even more, that cigar money, and spend more stupid money because he's seen in his guys, his leaders, that they can do it. They know what they need now after you went on this almost improbable run. You saw the flaws. You saw the strengths, the weaknesses, and now they got the money to go and fix it. You got a a great GM that's not afraid to make big moves, to make things happen. I think you got the owner hugging Bryce Harper saying he's underpaid, (laughs) telling your player that, yeah, I'm underpaying you at $330 million, you know, that he's going to go listen to his guys and go get the guys that he wants. It's not not a coincidence that Bryce Harper, when he was hurt up in the booth with Kruk and Tom McCarthy saying, yeah, my favorite guy right now is Trey Turner in the league. So it happens he's a free agent. There were boys in D.C., make it happen, go get them. After that, we'll see. I like where the young guys are at, pitching-wise. Go get maybe a bullpen arm, trade Reese Hoskins, get a shortstop, get an arm or two, and this team's ready to rock and roll for next year, and hopefully go on another run. That's what sucks about this, right? Yeah, you weren't supposed to get there. I'm not weren't supposed to get there, but you had the longest chance. You were underdogs the whole time. Everybody's, oh, look at all the money you spent, blah, blah, blah. But when you look at it, Vegas, that's all you need to see is nobody was counting on them to get that far. And when you get there, you got to win, man, because it's so hard to get there again. Things happen, like I've been saying. And when you get there, you got to win it. And that's why it hurts so much. Yes, who knows? We've seen for over a decade. I was like 11 years old the last time I saw meaningful baseball like this. Butt clenching, sweating it out, absolutely holding on to every pitch. It's been a decade, and to get there and to lose it hurts. Now, you hope you can get back there. I think you can, but there's no guarantee in professional sports. That's why it hurts so much. I hope that was good for everybody out there listening. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the BSB Podcast. I'm Brandon Petrilli. Go subscribe, Instagram, Twitter. TikTok at Brendan Petrelli. Subscribe, click the button. Philly versus everybody. The Fightins, it is what it is, man. Shout out to and five. Go birds, baby. Picking them up. Eight no. You know, we're probably two. I'm not even gonna say. See everybody. <laughs>